Kick it. We should do our own theme music, you know? We should. I'll, we I'll, should. I, got a, I got a friend. I can call Loser leaves wrestling. Why isn't Turby? Turby should do it. I bet Turby knows things about music. Oh, Turby's got to know things about music. Welcome, everyone, to Loser Leaves Wrestling. Hey-o. This is the weekly wrestle 32. 32. Um, Chicken Chick Saturday. Yeah, it's a chicken shit Saturday, but also it's always sleeveless Saturdays. Put up your guns there, Tam. Oh, they're so huge. Tam's uh, throwing up his guns. You can't see it here, but they're massive. We could see it in the chat. It's crazy. Jeez Louise, calm down. He's putting us all to shame. Thank you all so much for joining us. Uh, This is a weekly wrestle. We're going to be talking about wrestling news, Rampage. (laughs) We got a special thing today. We got a special little... We got a special thing. We're going to be talking the top 10 chicken shit heels as requested by the LLW universe. Yeah, they wanted to know. They wanted to know. We're going to see how the Miz fares. We're going to see if we can squeeze the Miz in there. Roy's got a list and we're going to dissect it and we're going to find out. Um, but thank you all so much for joining us. Say what? And the soundboard works. Um, Fantastic. Uh, we should start off the show. How are you feeling though, Roy? I'm okay. I'm fine. Okay. <laughs> My <laughs> eyes are bleeding. Yeah, I um, need to. Uh, I think I'm going to go to urgent care after this yeah. uh, recording to get my ribs looked at because it's uh, not getting better. And now it's on the other side of my rib cage. The pain started on the right side. Right side doing okay. Left side doing very bad. It, it, so, does it feel like a bone thing or a it muscle? It feels thing? like uh, I did some research, <clears throat> cough, and uh, it feels like it could be. Uh, this name that I can't pronounce, but it's essentially like inflamed cartilage from excess coughing. Mm. Yeah. It just feels like I've got a big bad bruise and someone just keeps punching the bruise. That's what or, it feels like. I'm sorry about that, yeah, but that okay. sounds terrible. It's all right. Yeah. Um, I have, I, I go from moments of accepting it to moments of being like, no one should live this way. So <laughs> you should be on meds. You need some meds. Yeah, I just, yeah, I might need, you should be smoking meds. weed, but that might make you cough more. And then there's the issue there. <laughs> and I'm already coughing. And then you're already coughing there. I'm uh, a, a little horse. Oh, yeah, a little horse today. It's too much. You were in incognito mode last night. Yikes. Uh, I went off the radar and I woke up in the radar and thinking, what have I done? Um, But uh, yeah, it's all good. Uh, Well, it's not for for the audience. We have things to talk about, Roy. We have things to talk about, Roy. Yeah, we have a lot to do today. So I thought we would just say like favorite thing from Rampage and then keep pushing. Yeah, let's uh, let's talk about the favorite. What's your favorite thing from Rampage? Oh... Uh, I, I have really... too much to talk about. We have, just talk about anything you could think of off rampage. Yeah, well, I really enjoyed the Wheeler Yuta Chris Jericho stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I thought that was fun. Chris Jericho is always down to play ball. Yeah, with anybody, and he always does great work. Uh, I liked the uh, Lee Moriarty and uh, Stokely Hathaway stuff. I thought that was great. That's a yeah, nice I like that a lot, there. and that's a yeah. great pairing. <clears throat> yep, he should take on a lot of people who have lost their ways and form his own little family. Um, I I really liked the acclaimed music video. I think a dumpster match is a great idea. You called it. I you did. predicted a dumpster match, and that was the right call. Had to do a dumpster uh, match. Should be a lot of fun. I'm excited to see that. I don't like that they're rushing everything to next week when they have a giant show in two weeks, mm-hmm. but uh, that's okay. Um I also, I just, I think Sanjay Dutt's incredible. Yeah, honestly, that that uh, that trios match, 
Thank if you. the trios, that's the type of trios matches that I am looking for. Yeah. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, that was a great was way a to kick off the fun. show. And Sutnam is fine. Just Orange Cassidy calling out Sutnam was very funny. Yeah, yeah, it was he's, really fun. Uh, he he's you know this is this is a this is a harsh way to put this, but this is the worst he's looked in the ring. Uh, he was very slow. His timing wasn't good. All of the like, he, you can <clears throat> you can be as slow as you want to be, but your timing needs to be good. Yeah, and his timing was off, which is okay. And yeah, he always show does on the him. like sh- slap thing, and then I can't hear it because so he's he yeah he's rushing chops. himself. Where's Big Show? Big Show yeah. needs to take him under his wing. Big Show needs to keep working with him. Um, just a few other things. Uh, Wardlow still alive. Oh yeah, um, that's right. Wardlow still alive. Wardlow versus uh, Jay Lethal should be good. What's incredible about that six man, by the way, that trios match is that uh. It was Jay Lethal and a guy who's been retired for three years and a guy who's wrestled one match. And they had a good match. So, yeah. That's good. It's good. Oh, we have Woodsy the Beast in the chat. Woodsy. Wicked sick. Woodsy says, get some CBD cream and rub it on your ribs. Thank you, Woodsy. I was thinking about that. I almost went with the, the do you have any recommendations for branding? Because there's so many. Some are trash. Some are good. Like, you got any yeah, recommendations Woodsy. for that? Let us know what your favorite CBD cream is. That would be um, really helpful. I think red could probably benefit from that as well. Yeah, I would love it. But I also hate cream, so wouldn't do it. But help um, your muscles recover. What sorry. if it's like a roll-on? What if it's Whoops. like got the ball and it's just like a roll-on? That's, 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 uh, that's almost worse. Uh, oh, oh, I, oh, my God. I actually almost I, I couldn't deal with that. That's disgusting. That's, that's better than... Uh, <laughs> Getting it on your hands. Um, okay. We have to, but one of what the thing is, I will say that Cole, Cole Harder is still alive. Oh, that's and they're putting awful. On TV. That was my least favorite thing. Honestly, one of the stupidest things I've. I just don't understand who picked him. Who can, who uh, interrupted him? Oh, uh, the factory. QT Marshall yeah, and so oh, Gogo's alive. The, yeah, I saw Gogo there too. Yeah, uh, but also Ruby and Anna had a, a good little match there. Uh, Anna's got a lot of problems. Um, but she's better as a heel. Yeah, sure. Most are. She's better as a heel. She has more personality. It's just Amanda. She telegraph everything. Yeah. Yeah. Like talk about poor timing. She's got none. That's no timing. No time. Vince McMahon's in the chat. You want the biggest chicken heel of all time? Easy. The woke WWE board. Let daddy (laughs) Vince be daddy Vince. I got a strut. (laughs) Okay, Vince. Okay, Vince. Welcome. Welcome Vince to the chat. Uh, everyone, do a- <laughs> welcome. We have to start talking about the news, Roy. Yes, we do. You have to start talking about the news, otherwise, yes. we'll perish. Yeah. Um, this is the weekly Wrestle 32. Top story today. Top story today. Triple H is now head of creative. Wow. 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 Last week, we reported wow. that he's been the head of talent relations, and now he's been appointed the head of creative, which is essentially the old Booker position. Yeah. 100%. Creative and talent relations are the bookers split in half. Yeah. Essentially, yeah. it's a person. Yeah, with the I mean, That's a- I, yeah, it's I mean, he's controlling the talent uh, and he's controlling the creative for the talent. And, uh, you know, overall, I think it's a really good thing. Yeah. And, uh, but I'm not of- again. Let's all take a let's it's not like SummerSlam's going to be this like unbelievable show and there's going to be you know i think there's going to be some cool stuff i think it might be a fun show but nothing and not everything's going to change overnight so let's all you know well, well summer slam is the last booked uh vince mcmahon book show right 
So it's not like it's under like there. It's going to be a slow transition. But here are some of the changes they're expecting NXT to go back to where it was. Did you read that? I saw that. I said that it's going to be more like the way it used to be more. Well, the hiring practices are going to be back to what they were. You know, it's going to be athletes, but it's also going to be uh, indie veterans that can help the athletes get better. Um, And so, like, they're going to have more of those. Tomasa Champa couldn't be happier. Sure. He's the only one left. It's very exciting. Maybe Roger uh, Strong will get an intercontinental title run now. I got to tell you, Roger Strong has zero personality, but he would be a perfect foil for uh, Gunther because Gunther will just... they. They'll have really hard, heavy-hitting matches. He'll make Gunther look great, and then Gunther will win. And Where, that's his job. Gunther still has the championship, huh? <clears throat> I think so. I, is he on the card? I don't even know the SummerSlam card, to be honest with you. Um, but some other things that happened with Triple H. Um, uh, he also, we had the tryouts this weekend. Uh, and, all, and, and Paul Heyman was there. And Paul Heyman is now a part of the tryouts, officially, mm-hmm. where he spoke to them. And he was one of the people evaluating. And if you're going to have someone on the team to evaluate potential new stars and talent, you can't go wrong with Paul Heyman. Can't go wrong with Paul Heyman. And I honestly, I feel like that might be a, like a logical progression. Once Triple H starts to get a little burned out from creative. Yeah. Just have Paul come in, you know? Yeah. Yeah. This is, there's some interesting stuff. It all makes right? sense. Except for the fact that I would imagine working with Paul Heyman is, I mean, I don't know anymore. I don't know. I, I've heard stories of him when he was booking SmackDown and it being impossible and why mm-hmm. he lost his job and all of that. But I'd assume that he's older, he's a little calmer, and now he's got more power and more stroke and people respect him more. So, And, and apparently him and uh, Stephanie are on much better terms than they used to be. Sure, I Because they, apparently they they like were really butting heads for a long time. Yeah, because I think they're Stephanie on great terms. ran SmackDown. Is that what it was? Stephanie ran SmackDown? Stephanie ran creative. Of creative. No, mm-hmm. Stephanie ran creative and he ran SmackDown. Interesting. So she's the head. And so she and he was the one that was booking SmackDown, essentially. Right. right. Uh, and so uh, that's where the bun. But that, now they're in good terms, and I'm excited. I'm just so excited for this. The sure. positive positivity. Uh, we have some comments. Vince McMahon says, "Runners up, women who won't keep their mouths shut." Calm down, Vince. Right, Come Vince. on. You're gonna Boo. get kicked out of this chat. Boo. Real soon. No. Uh, Vince, uh, Vince says, "Triple H better not get rid of my beefcakes." Uh, well, actually, he what may have to get rid. Of- just yeah, because uh, WWE uh, hires large beefy people. Oh, I see. I see. I see. Yeah. And Vince does not want to lose the beefcakes, you know, he, and yeah, I get you that. Have Vince. the beefcakes. Vince, but, you know, give me the shrimps, too. Yeah, we want some shrimps, too. So we, let's keep the beefcakes. Let's have surf and turf all night. Surf and turf. Let's surf go, dog. Woodsy to be says Smackdown was awesome. McIntyre and Sheamus was a legit five star match. That actually sounds like a good match. Oh, well, you don't like... Uh, I mean, look... I think uh, McIntyre is uh, very good. I think both like, of them are awesome, and I think they would have a good match. It's probably... They beat the shit out of each other. They, they like... Each other. They know yeah. each other. They like they know each other from years ago. Yeah, right, right. So I think oh, that so. good chemistry. You know, I think they're saying that Roman Reigns, Drew McIntyre, main eventing Clash at the Castle in September. And Ooh. I got to tell you, McIntyre is going to beat Roman Reigns. Oh, yeah, McIntyre. They never fight it, fought each other, have they? Uh, I think they might have had one match maybe at some point, but I don't know if they ever really had it, like a main event. Actually, that sounds like a fun little match. You know, they call it Clash of the Castle because it's in the UK, and he's from the UK, so he Mm. might win it. This might be a British Bulldog moment. Do you think he's going to win it, and then Gunther's going to fight him for the title? That sounds right. That That sounds sounds nice. That seems like a Royal Rumble match, and then Cody wins the Rumble, and it's Cody versus McIntyre. Yeah. I want Cody versus Gunther. I want Cody versus Roman Reigns. 
I want Cody versus the world. Um, wow. uh, Vince, says, Vince says, I just bought Control Your Narrative. They are going to do wonders for my image. I'm sure they will, Vince. They're going to control your image. They're like your publicist. Uh, that's a smart move. Um, we, uh, but we have to keep moving on, Roy. We have to keep moving on. What are you watching? I see baseball in the background. What are you talking you about? S- what do you mean? I see it on the back of your poster. I, yeah, you, I lost the remote. I lost. Game. I lost. Do you want me to try to turn it off? Oh yeah, you, want me to you try lost to get up? I did. I'm As serious. I see you staring at the I looked game. over. My water's oh. over here. And I'm over here. Do you like that? I'm drinking I, you water. You know how I drink pizza? water. <laughs> get out of here. It's oh, all here. Goose so likes funny. it. Yeah, I know. Oh, for, it's for Goose. Goose loves baseball. Yeah. <laughs> 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 all right we gotta start talking yeah, about I can some turn other it off. things I can turn no it no off. no it's more fun to pick on you uh, <laughs> now you can't see uh oh red i found the, uh, the rope click <laughs> it's off yeah um no problem well, we oh we go. have some comments here uh uh tam's in the chat tam's roy the exposed <laughs> oh shit tam exposed yeah i've been busted i've learned oh, that that shit. happens when I'm in meetings, if I'm in this room, someone's like, what's on in the background? I'm like, shut up. Shut up. It's the weather. <laughs> um, we have to talk about the next thing here because uh, yeah. very interesting developments. So WWE employees are not allowed to sell stock or trade stock right now. Did you hear about this? I didn't hear. They about were. This. Yeah. The federal investigators are now on the case. Oh, They're now investigating and uh, the SEC as well for securities fraud or something like that. And they stopped all WWE employees from trading stock. Vince McMahon can because he's no, he's retired. Yeah. So right. he has traded it as stock, as a lot of stock. He made one hundred and forty-four million dollars <laughs> with some of that. So his net worth is two point five billion. Jesus. Christ. Um, and uh, apparently there's a damning. Um, <laughs> uh, after the 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 announcement, Vince, did you hear about the stock price? Uh, this it went week? up, right? It went up. Um, people are excited about the change. Um, but, uh, yeah. And also there's apparently another big damning story going to come out soon. I hope it's about Kevin Dunn. No, I don't think it's, I think it's not events. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's just, uh, it's very interesting. Uh, the fact that they're stopping them from uh, uh, trading because honestly, that seems interesting. Just like what you mentioned about Kevin Dunn, because he immediately started selling. Yep. Yep, 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 I don't yep. know. I don't know. I don't know. But I mean, it's only a matter of time before he's also a former employee and can also trade and sell. As yeah, I, well. I saw him... a report that said that Stephanie hates him. So, yeah, hopefully he's gone because he's Woodsy. I know you said SmackDown was great, but I saw a couple of gifts of some camera cuts that were very aggressive. <gasps> I you mentioned it. I think last week or the week before, Jeremy Borash. Jeremy Borash, all the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because Triple go. H was not only like grooming future talent in nxt for when he took over he was also his, had his own crew his whole team yeah gotta bring road dog back and you know when william regal's contract is coming up he's bringing william sure, regal back of course he's gonna bring back regal he's gonna bring back joe yeah he's gonna try to bring back everybody he's gonna try to get adam cole back too mm-hmm. um which honestly would be for the best for adam cole oh my uh, God. no no but like he no but he was used best in, in wwe or nxt you're gonna say he wasn't you're going to say he wasn't a great heel that was on top of his, his game I'm doing saying, like his best work was in WWE. It's not, it's not it's making fun of Adam Cole. It's been one year. 
That's, that's, a, that's a long that's time. That's a long time. That is a long time. I'll give you that. That's a long time. But I think what they brought him in for, they couldn't do. So now that he's in, or now that everybody's healthy, we're going to see where the next year goes. If at the end of year two, you know, the, is that in your news, how long his contract is? Adam Cole? Yeah. No, I don't know. His contract is through 2027. What? Yeah, so is Alistair Black's too, I think. Are they drunk? What are they doing? I don't know. Tony wanted uh, to sign him to long-term deals, and at the time, they were like, this is our only option because we went to the other place and it didn't work out well. So I might okay. as well sign. 2027. Uh, like, if I'm making like over a million dollars a year for the next like five or six years of my life, yeah, cool, dude. I'll do it. That sounds good. I'm hanging out with my crazy. best friends. Yeah, um, Joe Joe writes, the Triple H, Triple H era begins. Bring on Gargana versus Ciampa. Yeah, I'd sure. like to see that. Yeah, I'm into it. Honestly, bring back, uh, bring back Gargano. Bring because, back like, the Intercontinental DIY. title. Yeah, bring back the Intercontinental See, that's my whole thing. I'm not going to believe that anything is going to change in the company until I see an excellent, excellent 15 to 20-minute tag team match that doesn't just feature the Usos or the Street Profits. Like, you've got so many, like, potential tag teams or, like, where are the Viking Raiders? Like, give me more of them give me them serious don't give me their bullshit like i want to see a real tag division and i want to see a real intercontinental title division like bring back the prestige of the intercontinental and i would say there's nothing wrong with walter i think walter's fantastic and he's a great place to start but like champa gargano walter ricochet like these guys should be having like fucking nxt style indie style classics for the intercontinental title yeah and it's very exciting but one of the thing is uh, from reports about vince mcmahon backstage and such and Vince McMahon, like when he was booking, apparently like a reason, like a lot of these cards are repetitive because he just forgot that he already had that match. Oh my so God. like the thing is like SummerSlam looks a lot like WrestleMania. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and so like, it's just. Uh, also, I'm, I'm, I'd expect to see less and less Brock Lesnar over time because Vince was the one who was relying on Brock. I think Triple H wants to make new stars. But like the thing is, Brock is such a valuable tool for sure, that. So I don't think we'll see less of him. Maybe they'll use him a little differently. But honestly, he's the like next to Roman, he's the biggest star that they yeah. have. And honestly, yeah. he's bigger than Roman. Yeah, to a certain extent, for sure, for sure, he's bigger than Roman outside of the WWE, but inside of worldwide, the WWE globally, bubble. He, yeah. But they need to start. But even in the WWE up, bubble, like, you wouldn't put Brock Lesnar above. No, I'd put Roman Reigns above Brock okay. Lesnar. I would. Um, I mean, they're they're basically neck and neck. They're basically at the same. Like, there isn't really even like a putting one over the other. They're basically at the same level. But like, Seth Rollins needs to get back up there. Seth Rollins is super super talented. He's got a terrible gimmick, but he's really really talented. Can have great matches. Can get people over. Look what he did with Cody. Cody had one arm, and they had a five star match. It was an excellent mm -hmm. excellent match. Very Not much. just because of the injury, but just because of the whole thing. The whole deal. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and like Riddle, who I again I think is a sex pest, but you've got to build him up. Build him up and get more. Get Braun Breaker going and change his name to Rex Steiner. Like, start building. We need yeah. more than two people at the top of the card. We need yeah. more people. That's and it true. can't just be Bobby Lashley, who's also in his 40s. Like, we need more. And Triple H can do that. Vince couldn't. Triple H can't. I'm excited for it. Uh, Woodsy says, why were they allowed to trade stock in the first place? Well, not trade stock. They're buy and sell WWE stock. So they can't sell their WWE stock right now that's being on a hold or something like that. So they can't. So uh, something along those lines, Woodsy. I'm not, I, I don't know the specifics, but in that realm. Woodsy also says the Viking Raiders look like their NXT versions when they uh, Pillmanized Xavier Woods. 
Oh, did they? See, I haven't seen that. So was that this yeah. past week? Yeah, uh, we should check that out. But um, very interesting. Very interesting. We have Xavier Woods coming up in the news. I can't wait to talk about it. Um, but uh, we got to keep moving on, Roy, um, because we're <laughs> sticking in this world. We're sticking in this world, but we're yeah. going to. How are Shane and Linda doing? Oh, boy. Uh, so did you hear about Linda's uh, press conference I watched the for the clip. AFPI? I saw the clip when someone was like, uh, hey, how about Vince? It's a big deal. And she's like, I'm not going to talk about that. I'm not talking about Vince or the WWE. I'm talking about AFPI or something like that. And, but then they asked again, like, oh, so what's he going to be doing in retirement? Well, he's got to find something to do. And he's going to choose whatever he wants to do. And I think that's good or something like that's that. That's great. Yeah. yeah. And <laughs> then he's like, well, but there's a scandal. And, a, and she just walks away from him. Love it. Love it. Yeah. Uh, but also Shane uh, probably won't be coming back uh, because nobody likes him. Uh, Stephanie does not is not great with him. Triple H obviously isn't as well. And uh, you wonder what he's kind of soured himself to a whole new generation of people with his Royal Rumble. Yeah, isn't that funny? Yeah, because like he was like the want like the, the desired McMahon. You know, it's crazy how like the yeah. first like the past the first like I'd say from 2000 to 2012. It was like, oh yeah, uh, Shane deserves it, and we were yeah. we were sad that Triple H and Stephanie were getting it, but we were like, oh, Shane's the one, and all the rest of the back, like, oh, we really like Shane. Now it's kind of like uh, all those people are older, and so yeah. it's a new crop, so they only know Shane as being the guy that's taking their spotlight, and then yeah. goes to the Royal Rumble, tries to steal it for himself, yeah. uh, and uh, so they see him as kind of like an annoyance, and yeah, uh, yeah he's probably not going to be coming back uh, anytime okay. soon. I'm okay with so, that. He'll get his Hall of Fame induction. <laughs> you know what I mean? I guess. I don't know if he deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. Oh, sure just, he does. Well, I'm just saying, you know, he's a McMahon, so, like, he built that. Like, his family built the Hall of Fame. I don't know. It's weird. But I understand. I mean, from a contributions perspective, I I guess. Uh, if you're going to induct the Godfather, you can also induct Shane McMahon. That's, that's Yeah, I got to induct Shane McMahon. Actually, you're right. Maybe it's <laughs> weird to have a McMahon. We'll have a McMahon section. Um, Vince but, will have uh, his own statues next year, I'm sure. So. They'll wait till he's dead. They're not going to bring it to statue just yet. Well, it depends. Let's see what these other stories are, and then they'll make sure. a decision of how to celebrate him. Yeah, let's discuss that when the stories come out, whether he's going to get a statue. Got some sad news here for you, Roy. Hmm. Uh, next slide there, Tam. Big E. Big E may never wrestle again. Did you hear about this? Big e, Big e did an interview where he's, uh, he's talking about his neck. He's like, they say if I get another neck injury, I will be paralyzed. And he's like, I've been really thinking about it. And uh, I, I've done this for a long time. And if you were to ask me 10, 15 years ago, I'd be like, oh, I want to die in the ring. Uh, but also I've worked through a lot of that stuff. And I and I have an appreciation for life. and have a family, all that stuff. He's just like, I don't know if it's it's worth it to risk it. And which I appreciate. Um, sure. And it sucks how it went. It sucks how it went. But well, I do see him being a part of WWE in some way. Of course. He's I mean, doing... He'll be an ambassador. He'll be a bunch of things. But let's all just wait and see. Let's all just wait and see. I'm not convinced of any of that. And even if he does, if he says he's never going to wrestle again, give it five, six years, and let's see where he's at. Similar to Edge, similar to Kurt Angle. Well, Kurt Angle's a bad example. Bad uh, he probably example. should have taken five <laughs> or six years off. Um, yeah. But yeah, yeah, similar to Edge, similar to other people who said they're never going to wrestle again. I mean, even Bret Hart had another match. It wasn't real. He won the U.S. title, though. He, did know, he the beat US the Miz for the U.S. title. Uh, so one of the most chicken shit heels of all yeah. time, Miz. I'm thinking more about my list, and now I'm I'm conflicted about a couple of things. But yeah, um, yeah. So yeah. Okay. Uh, um. But yeah, just uh, wishing him the best. We love Biggie. We're course. LLW is pro Biggie. Big time. Big time. No pun intended. Would, 
uh, big time biggie woodsy to be says yeah xavier sold it so well he was in so much pain he ripped off his boot i actually want to see that i should yeah. take a look at that yeah yeah, yeah. um wow. Wow, i wow, wish wow. i had a cracking sound effect for like a bone break Ooh. <laughs> i just said that's like a that's like a duck <laughs> um we have to keep moving on because we are moving on to the AEW world roy ah you know who's uh who's had enough of uh tony khan Jonathan Gresham. Gresham had a little bit too much of Tony Khan because Tony Khan apparently isn't very good at communicating and he's requested his release from Ring of Honor AEW. Um, did you hear about the whys of this? I think I heard that. Um, well, I think he was frustrated with the communication, not being mm -hmm. able to get a hold of Tony Khan, which is fair. I totally understand that. Uh, and then also he was frustrated with the length of the match as well and the positioning on the card. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. The length of the match. I heard length of the match, mm -hmm. um, but, but it's just the fact that like he was trying to reach out to Tony Khan specifically for a while. Yeah. And the only time that he's had a conversation with the night before uh, and uh, he found out the way it was going to go. And he's just like, man, like, I, I kind of, I, I, and they made him heal without him knowing either, which mm -hmm. is like, you know, it's a part of the game, but it's also like, you know, like if they're reaching out, if they're being proactive and, and Tony Khan is kind of like, has a reputation for this now uh, with uh, Marco what, Stun, and Chavo, Marco Stun, Chavo Guerrero, uh, Joey Janela, all have, have talked about um, the lack Joey of Janella communication. Came, came to the defense of Tony Khan in this scenario though. Yeah. He came back at like, but not what he said in the beginning. Like the thing is, like he came to his defense now, but if you look at his old comments, he's just like, uh, "Yeah, I uh, could didn't hear from anyone, and I finally heard from Christopher Daniels, and he fired me." You know, and so it just yeah, but it, it, like Joey Janela didn't get fired. Uh, uh, well, uh, Joey Janela actively wanted, but he, he no, he wanted his release. He chose to leave. They were going to resign him, and he chose to leave. But I'm just he, saying, all the things you said were true about Marco Stunt. But um, and they were also going to be true about Colcabana too, if all the other people hadn't stepped up. And Colt. Chavo. Well, Chavo, give me a Chavo's a, no, no, Chavo's a nut. Chavo's just Chavo's funny. Like that's just like a funny thing. Hey, why are you picking right close? You texted once, <laughs> dude. I was in the bathroom. <laughs> I was taking a dump when you texted. Could you not tweet? Um, we also have uh, Woodsy says uh, Brett was also on Cena's team against Nexus at SummerSlam. Right. Yeah, yeah, three matches. You just told that me year. about that. Yeah, that's funny. Uh, Joe writes: Employees can own company stock, often get it as a part of their pay. There are a lot of rules when they can trade since they are insiders. I have to read more about this trading story and report to you. It might be just a standard blackout period for them. Joe knows a lot about this stuff. He yes, knows this stuff. Yes, yes, yes. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah. let us know. I'd love to know. Brooklyn Bleak is in the chat. Bleak. Brooklyn Bleak says Gresham could have been like a babyface version of a highly technical wrestler like Rey Mysterio is for Lucha Libre, especially since Mysterio was in the first AEW pay-per-view and TK was trying to sign him. Was he on the first AEW pay-per-view? Who, Gresham? Ray? Yes. Well, he was on All Out. All in, I should say, all in. He was on all in, right? He was the oh, wow. the main event of all in was the Young Bucks and Kota Ibushi versus Phoenix, Bandito, and Rey Mysterio Jr. No way. Yeah, it was the main event of all in. No way, crazy. Yeah, and the match um, was supposed to be about thirty minutes, but it ended up being fifteen because Okada and Marty Scroll went long, went super super long. Of course they did. Marty Squirrel, Squirrel, Squirrel. I like Squirrel. He's like going to come back as Marty Squirrel. 
He should. Will call so him. Nobody squirrel. knows him. Yeah. Is he's 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 canceled, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's gone. Yeah. Joe writes, uh, someone please make a gif of Chavo constantly checking his phone like a lovelorn ex. That's very funny. That's funny. I would love to, we can find that. I'm sure there's a Kerwin White looking yeah, at his phone. Yeah, I was gonna say, yeah. Uh, uh Tony says, uh Tony's in the chat. Money bags, Tony Khan. Gresham was just so uh just too small. Tony Khan never saw him in the big no, locker room. Come Boom! Come, come on, Tony. On. Come on, Tony. Tony. Ka- I'll tell you what. If he goes to WWE, another guy who could have a good feud with Gunther. Yeah. I, honestly, like he is he's one of those star athletes. He's got that Taz, yeah. Rey Mysterio, like yeah. it just like a once in a lifetime athlete of his stature. And a lot of people may say like, well, he doesn't have a personality. How is he going to fit? But imagine Triple H controlling that entrance when he's got the octopus and he's got the flag. Oh my God. Yeah. They could light that really well. And then he's just going to beat the fuck out of everybody. So it like, it'll get over. And the other thing too, before anybody fucking gets on, no one on this chat will, but if before people are like, Oh, well don't the WWE is perfect the way it is. Don't change it. Blah, blah, blah. You're going to affect the audience. Blah, blah, blah. Right now, there's like 1.7 million people on average every week watching Raw. Those 1.7 have been there for like 30 years. Yeah. They're never going anywhere. All you can do is grow your audience by making your product better at this point. Yeah. Uh, and it's true. It's true. Uh, Brooklyn Bleak says yesterday's rampage. Gresham's name wasn't even said in the Claudio pay-per-view recap package. I noticed that. Did you? Sure. Yeah. Didn't say it. And also Brooklyn Bleak says J- Japan is interested in him too. So. Good. But the thing is, I think he's taking a break. Do you hear about that? Yeah, yeah, I heard that. And I also read that, like, he said he's taking a break, but a lot of people don't believe that he's actually going to take a break because he just loves, he loves it too, too much. much. Yeah. yeah. Um, and now we got some more classic AEW news. You ready for this oh, classic? Really Go to this next slide here, Tim. Uh, guess who's injured? Dun, dun, dun. Guess who? It's another injured story. Yeah, Dante yeah. Martin. You, you believe it. When he took that uh, cutter off the top rope, from Sammy when Sammy jumped off the top rope. He didn't land flat. He landed with his knee under him. So I'm not mm. surprised that that hurt his knee. And the thing is, like, we've I've talked about it before, and I love Dante. I think he's special. I think he's great. I think he's very safe for the things that he does. It's just that, man, like, just take it down one or two notches. It doesn't have to be that way every time. Every time. It doesn't need to be that yeah, way. Yeah, but he hurt himself not selling a move properly like he didn't Yeah, but that happens when you're doing going real fast and doing things like it happens like mistakes happen and that was a mistake you agree that was a mistake i agree that it was a mistake on his part but like i'm not telling uh, he shouldn't change his style the guy's 19 or like i'm not 20. saying change your style i'm not saying keep your style i <laughs> like his style i support his style roy i support it about this. i just i just want him to just like for big matches Give it that extra gear, but like with TV matches, let give it tease us, yeah. tease us a yeah. little bit. Right. It's foreplay, That's it's fair. a dance. Come yeah. on, but again, I whatever, whatever. We don't have time to argue about this, but you know, again, you talk Good. about big matches versus TV matches. I mean, the TV match is a big match, and he's fighting Sammy, and it was on a dynamite, it was a big crowd, you know. That was like a big match for him. You know, he's not going to like have a big pay-per-view match anytime soon. So that's, he's got to make the most of his opportunities, but hopefully the injury isn't that bad. I, I haven't heard any details so. about what the knee injury is. Yeah, we know nothing about it. Uh, Darius's brother was still out like six or seven months. Um, six or seven months. They said he was going to be back by the end of the year. Six months. 
or okay. so, maybe a little that's less. Four, that's like f- four months. Where are we? Oh, where are we? Wow. I have no uh, idea. Because like, August, it was, he got injured two months ago, right? I guess. Yeah. Hopefully they, they come back at the months. same time. Yeah. And then top flight can really take off. Knock on wood. Uh, but fun. That was a fun. I wish I had a, a, a airplane. That's not Jetsons. Remember the Jetsons? That's good. Sure. That's really good. But the, the mic is only in one place, so we couldn't really hear any of it. It's too quiet. Now you're re- it's just really quiet. Can you <laughs> stop, just talk stop. normally? Okay. Because I was just seeing if, I, if, if your mic was screwed up. Okay. Um, Brooklyn Bleak says, damn, another entry. Yes, dog. Yes, dog. It's not good. And by the way, smash those like buttons. Come on now. Come on now. Let's not get greedy. Let's not Don't get be greedy, greedy with those. Uh, Got to share. You know. Come on now. I'll like you. Um, uh, we like have you. now. We have a. This is a story that's breaking the nation, Roy. This is a oh, story yeah. that's really sweeping the stuff. Seventeen-year-old um, heartthrob darling wrestler Nick Wayne, possible terrorist. <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's the next slide there, Tam. Nick Wayne uh, and his devious mother may have tried to blow up a plane. Well, how do we know this? Because someone went in the bathroom and wrote on the mirror, I'm going to blow up the plane. And when they searched Mrs. Wayne's bag, they're like, this lipstick looks like something someone used to draw on it. Is this real? Yeah, you didn't hear I saw this? I saw a headline that was like Nick Wayne's plane diverted because of bomb threat, and I was like, "Whoa, that's scary!" But I didn't care enough to actually read the article. Oh no, him and his mom were interrogated for hours. <laughs> they suspected them of terrorism, and uh, I don't think his mom wrote that message. I think I he think so took either. that makeup, went to the bathroom, wrote the message, and tried to pin it on his mom. Get her out of the picture. Yeah. I don't want to do laundry, mom. (laughs) I don't want to do dishes, mom. I want to wrestle in the UK. Um, So, Nick Wade, watch out. Watch out, Tony Khan. Beware of who you contract. Yeah. Tony Khan? No. I think Nick Wade rules. I think he's great. I found a real funny picture of him looking like an idiot. It's good. I should (laughs) It's a really funny picture of him looking like a dumb shit. (laughs) Why do you hate this kid? He doesn't doesn't look that bad. Gosh. It's pretty fun. Um, But uh, hey, Nick, Nick, uh, Nick Wayne, we want you to do well. But come on, watch it with the terrorism, you know? We don't support that, right, Roy? Yeah. We don't separate. LLW doesn't support terrorism. That is true. Never have, never will. You can't convince us otherwise. So, Nick Wayne. You have some splaining to do. Yeah, you um, do. Brooklyn Bleak says, looks like a very young Osprey in that picture. Uh, um, that's what he's sure. going for. That's what he's going for, for sure. He looks like uh, Jimmy Stewart staring into the sun. That's insane. That's insane. We have to keep moving on, though, Roy. We have to keep moving on <clears throat> because Tony Khan's making enemies everywhere. Did you notice this? He's I making enemies rumors. everywhere. I've heard rumors. About Brett Lauderdale? Oh, no. Next slide there, Tam. Brett Lauderdale has just filed for a trademark. Did you hear about this? Filed for a trademark for a pay-per-view called GCW Fight Forever. You know who recently did a trademark? Tony Khan for the AW video game Fight Forever. Yeah. And uh, that's kind of fucked up. What's fucked up? 
that J- Tony Khan filed for that trademark before Brett Lauderdale did? Yeah, that's kind of like, oh, uh, like I have a pay-per-view called All Out. Oh, yeah, we have a pay-per-view too called All Out. <laughs> just like, you can't just take someone's name. What are you talking about? The the paper the the video game has been called Fight Forever for over a year. Yeah, they, yeah. Tony Khan did that. And okay, it's so, his. Uh, are you and, saying and, that? And Brett Lauderdale just filed for one, saying, "I want my pay per view to be called that." Oh, I thought, I thought, I thought you oh, were no, shitting not, on Tony Khan for this. Khan. And I was no, like, I'm "What did he do?" On, I'm shitting on Baby Brett. <laughs> yeah, I don't <laughs> know Brett why. Lauderdale. It's so funny because it's like you recall it we want to call things fight forever but what why like just pick another crowd chant call it yeah. gcw this is awesome gcw holy you shit. deserve this yeah <laughs> so yeah gcw you deserve it gcw what like gcw you still got it <laughs> <laughs> that's good that's better than fight forever get over fight forever it. is a good name for a video game yeah it's, it's great name that's for a video AW game. fight forever is a great name for a great video name game. and it's coming out soon I'm so excited. Yeah, I'm, so excited. I'm. I was gonna buy a PS5 specifically for that game, but I can't now. Why not? Because I have a lot of more expenses now. Hey, we're always gonna need money. We're gonna be in oh, debt for the rest God. of our lives, right? You, you once you, you get that get going a with credit me, card. <laughs> I have like 18 of them before. <laughs> before uh, I, I could raise so your credit limit convinced. pretty easily. You know, I don't know how to do that. Call up and ask, and they do it immediately. Wow, interesting. If you have good credit, they're just like, "Oh yeah, ten thousand, cool." Oh yeah, I do yeah. have good credit. I'm trying to buy a car. Dog, I have good credit. You could do the literally a call, and they'll do. But it. also, where would I even get one? Can I call Juicy? He still have connections. About what? About a PS5? Didn't you get? Oh a PS5 yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I'll find out. I'll find out about Juicy. Make a call. Make a call. Yeah, we'll find out. Um, Joe writes, "Hook is the future." If he tried to take down a plane, you know Taz would slap him down. Um, what? <laughs> if Hook were a terrorist? <laughs> that picture of Brett Lauderdale and Stephanie McMahon is so funny. It's really funny because when that first came out, that picture, uh, there was like talk of like, she's not wearing a wedding ring. Is she dating Brett Lauderdale? Pipsqueak Brett Lauderdale? Um, and then we have Tony in the Tony's tapping GCW Get the Light Tubes. That's a great name yeah. for a pay-per-view. Yeah. That's a good name because it's accurate, yeah. it's stupid, fits them perfectly, yeah. makes a lot of sense. Uh, Joe writes, Roy, call Ric Flair's old financial advisor firm. They helped him out, right? <laughs> because they did They did a terrible job. Oh, okay, okay, okay. He's trying to be uh, facetious yeah. of the fact that Ric Flair is a terrible- I have a financial advisor. Do you? Yeah, you need a guy? I got a good guy. Well, isn't Joe, like, not that Joe, but the other Joe, isn't he your financial advisor? Joe? Yeah, the other the, uh, never mind. Oh, the other Joe. No, but yeah. jo, uh, no, uh, jo, no, he's not my financial advisor. He's he's kids. He can't be no, doing that. No. And honestly, I don't want to stress them out with these things. That's fair. I mean, I got a guy I, if you need it. Interesting. Uh, Brooklyn Bleaks says somebody can re- recommend a credit card for you through theirs and get like a hundred dollar bonus per person. Wait, somebody can recommend a credit card for you through theirs and get a hundred dollar bonus per person. Do you need a credit card for you? We're learning a lot right now. <laughs> Let us know so more. Much. If anyone wants to wants a credit card, I, I know a guy. <laughs> Let me know and I'll you send you a recommendation. Yeah, yeah, at the Citibank. Um, <laughs> it's my guy, Citibank. Um, but we have to keep moving on, Roy, because we can't talk about terrorist Nick Wayne and GCW forever. Because we have to talk about the next slide here. Uh, Kenny Omega's a dick, right? Whoa. Whoa. Kenny Omega, have you heard about some of these stories about Kenny Omega recently? No. First Why thing are you he's talking on my friend. Let me let me uh, paint a picture. May I? Okay. Paint. Paint. Okay. Paint. Uh, Kenny Omega 
Um, <laughs> as, as, have you heard some of his interviews making uh, getting mad at the wrestling fans on uh, online? Yeah, and I don't just calling them. I, but it's just like it sounds like old man wrestler talk. Depends on what like it, is. it sounds depends exactly like uh, anyone. He's literally. But yeah, it depends on what it is. But he's using a lot of blanket statements. These fans online that don't have any lives and that all they do all day is is uh, 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 critique our shit. Here's just like. Hmm? Well, actually, you finish your statement and then I'll I'll try to. Next thing yeah. is uh, it sent us a, uh, a cease and desist. Did you hear about this? No, to who? To Willow Spray. <laughs> he said this. He said this is because Will Osprey has a, a T-shirt that says Billy the Wanker, and he's giving uh, a one-winged angel, uh, and the, on the T-shirt on the back it says "Better than the best bout machine." Oh, I, I'm looking this up right now because I need to know more. Can you He sent a cease and desist to uh, to pro wrestling tees to stop selling this T-shirt, and uh, Will Osprey put online. He's just like. He's just a piece of shit, and he's like he's like giving the two sweet things. Like uh, it's it's um, there's that, and also did you hear about him with Xavier Woods? What I thought they were always buddies. No, apparently they like he's just antagonistic towards Xavier Woods for no reason. Xavier Woods doesn't know why. Uh, so like Xavier Woods uh, is a part of this new game. You have you heard of um, I think it's Fall Guys or something like that. It's a it's a video game uh, where like it's a but they have different skins and. Uh, they got an Xavier Woods skin where it's like, oh, you look like Xavier Woods with the crown as King Xavier, whatever. Oh, that's and cool. uh, like a few other wrestlers in there. I think Asuka's in there and a few others. But um, uh, uh, someone wrote online like, oh, I keep playing as Xavier Woods and I never win. What's going on? And then Kenny Omega responded to that just saying something like, uh, yeah, he uh, like he's wearing a like a, the king. He's wearing like a crown because he's the king. He's like, yeah, there's a lot of things that Xavier did that he didn't deserve, like that King of the Ring. Uh, but soon there'll be one. Uh, I'll have a skin and I'll be, you could play as me, the, you know, the cleaner, no worries. And then Xavier Woods comes back. He's just like, Oh, I, I, I did earn this. Uh, just like I earned the, uh, my spot in gears of war and all these other video games that he's a part of, yeah, like sure, they have sure, skins yeah. for. And then he's just like, he's like, Oh, but congratulations, Kenny on uh, being part of the community creations. Uh, and it's like <laughs> the game where you get to download, uh, and, uh, then Kenny soft up. He's just like, Oh, I want to fight you. And then Xavier's like, what? Uh, whatever. Uh, but yeah, he's just kind of a dick. Um, okay. He's kind of like a, a shit starter. Yeah. Maybe a little bit. I, you know, I don't know. I, I understand the cease and desist. I get that. That makes sense to me. That's fine. I'm not mad about that. <clears throat> and also like, it might be part of a whole, you know, they can turn that into a, a storyline. And I think they have been kind of quietly turning this into a storyline for a long time. Uh, but you know, if I'm him, I'm pretty, uh, pretty pissed off too, in a lot of ways, because you got to think like he's been the brunt of a lot of shit for a really long time, especially on the internet. And he's been trying to do a lot of things. And a lot of people, again, via the internet have been insulted who can't defend themselves, i.e. all of the Japanese women that he brings into the company. So he has to defend them also. Well, he doesn't have to defend anyone. Women can defend to, themselves. Yeah, that's yeah. If, if they can speak the language. But like, like, if they don't speak the language, they don't see the insults. It's just that's like, not true, if they, no, but if they see, they, they can respond in their own way. Like they don't need Kenny Omega to come that's to their fine. defense. That's fine. All I'm saying, 
All I'm saying is that he also has to be a representative for his company that he works for. And he's been under a lot of pressure, and he's also been injured for a really long time. But, like, yeah, okay, the Xavier Woods thing, if it actually is what it is, he's, uh, what, what, what? If you took what you just said verbatim, (laughs) verbatim, take it out of context and switch it, Kenny Omega, for Triple H, it's the same thing. There's a lot of people hanging out line. He's trying hard. And, like, you wouldn't have that same, like, like, oh, keep off Triple H. It's the same thing. People ragging him on online. They treat him like shit. They've always hated him. But it's just, like, it's what you do. Like, that's that's the curse of celebrity. There's going to be people shit-talking you. Yeah, sure. Well, you know, I don't know if... The Triple H and the Kenny Omega thing are slightly different. I agree with what you're saying because I will defend Kenny Omega before I'll defend Triple H any day of the week. But Kenny Omega needed to – Triple H never needed to do any of this. Triple H is under the WWE umbrella forever. So he has never needed – like Kenny Omega just joined – I mean, AEW just started three years ago. So like before then, Kenny had to do all of his own promotion, had to get his name out there, had to do all of that, and had to run his own social media and do and be involved – and be on the tip of everyone's tongues to get the bookings, to get the money that he needs, especially considering he made all of his money in Japan. So, and of course, when something becomes really popular because of a certain population, like his matches against Okada, another part of that population is going to tear it all apart. And you got to read all of that shit every day. And that's exhausting. And you've got one person personally attacking him constantly in Jim Cornette. And that's a trickle down effect because now all these other people are personally attacking him all the time. So, like, it, he isn't the only person. Look, I, I'm not saying that he's the only person being attacked on the internet. A lot of people are. And he's the only person maybe reacting this way right now. But I don't blame him or anyone else for reacting certain ways when they're constantly being berated on the internet. I would say so. that if, if it was just that. But then this other context of Xavier Woods sure, sure. and That's some of the things strange. that he says, like like calling people losers. Like, call, like I don't know. It just, it's just, it's a little much. It's a little yeah. much. And it sounds like, it honestly sounds like, like Triple H in 2008 talk about the internet fans like yeah they know what they're talking about then let's see you be in the ring <laughs> let's yeah. see when you play some couple boots and see what you feel um we have some con uh Wizzy to be says GCW you screwed Brett that's oh, a good that's one good that's a really that's good one good. See, that's very good Wizzy to be's Brooklyn Bleak says ah Fall Guys is a free multiplayer game like Fortnite but no guns yeah I played Fall Guys I just got it also, I played Fortnite. Uh, I got Fortnite because they have a new John Cena skin, and I got it. I This whole skin thing is very, very unfamiliar to me. I don't know what any of this is. Yeah, I'm kind of a gamer now, so I'm kind of in the world. <laughs> um, but I got a, I got John Cena out. Like, it's John Cena. It's John but Cena like, with a gun. In his, like, cargo green, shorts? It is cargo, like, his shorts and a green, you can't see me shirt and hat. Uh, and his weapon is the... The foam inflatable this, and he could use that as a weapon. And he does that when he when he does that. So it's like, wow, that's funny. It's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. And you could have him with shirt or without shirt, but he looks much better with the shirt. Sure, of course. It's much more. Does he have a hat? Is he wearing the hat? Oh yeah. Oh, he's wearing the hat, and he's doing Sulu. Love (laughs) it. Fucking asshole. It's great. Uh, And it's a it's a lot of fun to play. Uh, Brooklyn Bleak says, "Uh, "Oh, we already said that." Yeah, Fall Guys kind of sucks. It's just a racing game. It's kind of like, um, you know what? Have you seen Squid Games? No. You do. You, I think you'd enjoy Squid, Squid Games. Yeah, I'm thinking about it. I think you should. But uh, it's just a, essentially it's a, 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 a obstacle course with a hundred, like sixty people all playing at once, and they have to race. And it's just it's fun. It's fun, but it's Is also that, that, uh, what's boring. the name of that game that you showed me with uh, 
Was it like bodies that you throw around? What was that game? That was fun. Bodies that you throw around? Yeah, I'm trying to remember. Was it a car? Goat? Was it, oh, it was a goat. Goat it simulator? Was a goat. Yeah, I, yeah. I was playing that with my partner, and she's just like, it's grotesque. <laughs> yeah, that's fun. I, I do have another game called Stray, which is just your cat. Oh, your cat that. in the big city. Your cat in the big city, and you're trying to find your way back through this like cyberpunk city. Oh, that's cool, actually. That sounds a it's lot dope. of fun. You're trying to find your family again. It's, cool. it's really good. That's cool. Really that's really cool. And you got a, ma a meow button. <laughs> Does that help you? Um, no, but you get, when you meow near other cats, they meow back. That's cool. And you could go up to another cat and like you press a button and then you just start playing with each other. Like, you're like, <laughs> or you get mad, like, da, 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 da. <laughs> very cute. Very cute. Brooklyn Bleak says the rock is also a skin on Fortnite. Not anymore. I'd love to have had it. I would love to give them my money so I could have the rock skin. Rock was such a it's huge part money? of the game. Okay, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. It was a payday present. I had to do it. Of course, it was a payday present. We have to talk about the of last course. last story of the night, yeah. which is barely a story but more of a conversation piece. Um, next slide, there, Tam. Uh, will Vince be at Ric Flair's last match? And that's the conversation piece. Ric Flair said that he invited Vince to his last match, and they've been in contact. That might. That happen. isn't impossible, but I would think that the odds are still not good. Uh, Vince isn't a part of the company. Um, and honestly, he's a little vindictive and, and a little rebellious. Attention. And like this is like an easy way for him to do something that's non-committal. Like if you did AEW, that'd be an insult to no, WWE. No, 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 that would be it would never happen. But this is an excusable appearance. You know, he's appeared like in the past, even when he was with WB, he'd appear on Memphis television every now and then. Did you hear about that? Oh, my God. Have you ever watched any of that? Oh, I love it. Love it's his so first heel turn, his first yeah. heel promos. So, um, so interesting. But um, so, yeah, uh, I, I, I just think um, there's a good possibility that tomorrow he might show up. I wouldn't say a good possibility, but I would say a possibility. I give it 20 percent. Yeah. OK, that works for me. I'm, I'm curious. I'm curious. I'm not going to be able to watch the show live, but I'm excited mm. to go back and watch it. What is it on Bleacher Report or Fight? It's going to be on Fight TV. I haven't bought it yet, but I'll buy it and then you'll have my fight login and we can watch it. Awesome. Right. And uh, make sure the split. Yeah, 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 yeah. We'll figure it out. Um, but yeah, that's the that's the last part. I just wanted to. Ask I that also question. just want to like it's not it doesn't come off like a big piece of news, but I think it's a big piece of news. Uh, New Japan is introducing the NJPW Women's Championship, and that's the first time they've ever had a women's title in the history of their oh. company. Awesome. Uh, so that's cool. And it's going to be defended in both Japan and America. I just wanted to throw that out there. I don't know anything about the G1 standings currently. We'll watch it as it gets closer to the oh, end. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, but, we'll get, uh, get the last, the final four. That'd be fun. Yeah, right. Cool. Yeah, that's the, the end news. of the news. That's the end of the news. But we that's have a, a moment of truth. A very special segment. A very special segment that we're calling Top 10 Chicken Shit Heels with Roy. Oy, yeah. So Red challenged me, and so did the rest of the LLW universe, challenged me uh, to come with my list of the top 10 chicken shit heels of all time. Now, uh, before we get to the list, Tam, don't pull up number 10 just yet. Uh, but before we get to the list, I have some honorable mentions that I want to point out. One, uh, a favorite of yours, and I have to admit that he's a bit of a chicken shit heel, uh, briefly. He was briefly chicken shit heel. Uh, JBL, when he was world oh, champion. Oh, good. Good answer. Good yeah, answer. He's an honorable mention. Uh, mm -hmm. Sasha Banks and Bailey during the uh, Thunderdome are both honorable mentions uh, in 2020, 
parts of 2021. They were both really fantastic as Chicken Shit Heels. Britt Baker is in the same breath in 2021. Another good Chicken Shit. You call heel. her Chicken Shield as Chicken Shit. Yeah, I mean she had Rebel doing all like a lot of her like dirty work, okay. and she was okay. always like running okay. around. So yeah. Okay. Uh, also, William Regal at times in his career was a Chicken Shit Heel oh. as a commissioner uh, with Tajiri. He was drinking pee pee, you know, all of that stuff. Definitely Chicken <laughs> Shit Heel. Uh, and then uh, this guy was only a Chicken Shit Heel for about a year. But he did a great job, despite his mental state. Bret Hart in WCW in 1998 in parts of 1999. Oh, did it? was he good? He was great. Do you ever see the El Dandy promo? No. Uh, mean Gene's interviewing him. He's U.S. champion. And he's like, Bret Hart, you need to defend your United States championship. And he's like, Mean Gene, I got a groin pull the size of Canada. I can't wrestle. I can't. And he kept trying to dodge people. And then finally, he was like, you know what? Fine. You want me to wrestle? I'll wrestle. You know, I've been scouting this guy for a while. He's my number one component. I think he's a real tough guy. He's a he's a cut up. He's a stand up guy. L Dandy, me and you, we're gonna go round for round. We're gonna do it. And uh, Mean Gene's like L Dandy. He's a cruiserweight. He's not gonna tell you. He's a cruiserweight. He's like he's a great wrestler. Who are you to doubt L Dandy? <laughs> and then he's like, well, who else? And he's like, I don't know. How about hypnosis? And he's like, you mean psychosis? He's like, ah, whatever. Hypnosis, psychosis, what a great chicken shit. What a shit. What a piece of shit. That's yeah. very good. That's a fun time. I didn't and see any of that. It was great. It was outstanding. And then the other guy who's an honorable mention, but probably should have been number 10 on my list is The Miz. The Miz did not make my top 10. He was tied for talk. number 10. He was tied for number 10, essentially, with number 10. Uh, okay. And then now, Tam, if you want to go to number ten, go to that slide. Let me pull up the the chat. So, or the not the chat, the the show itself, so I can um, follow along with y'all. Uh, is the picture up yet? Not on my end. Okay, cool. Okay. It's up. Yeah, perfect. Uh, so number ten is Owen Hart. So Owen Hart is one of the original chicken shit heels in so many ways from when he turned on brett all the way up through 1997 he was a heel he was a heel the whole time and he was a pest constantly to brett costing brett the title turning brett's family against him but then never really getting his full comeuppance and then it, when he became a heel again with the nation, he chased after Ken Shamrock, he did the Blue Blazer stuff and confusing everybody. And Owen Hart, to me, one of the number one factors of a chicken shit heel is that you need to be entertaining. You just need to be entertaining. And there aren't many people in this period of time in the WWE who are more entertaining than Owen Hart. So Owen Hart, number 10. I'll, let me just say this about Owen Tied Hart. Tied with the Miz I, for number 10. I was saying, like, when I was thinking of my own mental list, Owen yeah. Hart was towards the top. So I'm trying to think of like who is who do you got ahead We're of getting them? interesting. Look it's at this. Okay, yeah. that's uh, that's saucy. But uh, excellent number ten. Oh, I wish I had a. Wait, hold on. Let's see if I have a a ten thing. Let me just quickly check uh, ten. Wish they had just ten. You know. You got ten seconds to take this call. Ten, nine, eight, oh, stop, seven, stop, stop. six. There we go. Now nice. go to the next one. All right. So now number nine. This is a bit of a controversial one as well because it was such a brief period of time when he was at his best as a chicken shit heel, but it was too good. It's one of my favorite short-term chicken shit heel performances in the history of wrestling. Tam, can you go to number nine for us? And You could, you could say it. It's probably up already. When... It's going to be Hollywood Rock. 
Hollywood Rock. Hollywood Rock. Number nine. Hollywood Rock is beating Owen Hart. I, you know, I now that we think about it, oh, you, you're right. You're right about that. And like our definitions of of chicken shit heels could also vary. But Hollywood Rock came into the WWE uh, around Royal Rumble. He fought Hogan, Austin, and Goldberg. Those were his opponents. Made them all look great. Did the singing concert. He put the, he put Hurricane over. Mm-hmm. He he put Booker T over too in that battle royal that they had, and he ran and he perfect. Perfect. Yeah. Hollywood Rock was fantastic, but also let's not forget the complimentary chicken shit heel performances of the Rock's time. 1998, uh, the uh, corporate champion Rock, his feud with Austin, 98 into 99, good chicken shit heel work there as well, and also some stuff in 97 and 98 with the Nation. But really, like corporate champion Rock, but Hollywood Rock King. Yeah, he, that's when he was first started doing the trailblazing line. Remember, he's like the trailblaze and eyebrow yeah. raising, uh, 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 strong as an ox, quick as a fox. Uh, best thing to happen to uh, Canada because the maple leaves suck. Yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Chicken Shit Heel Rock in 1998, his corporate champion, would do the thing where he's like, he wouldn't say if you smoke. Oh, I'll ca- cooking, can we count them together? Yeah, they're together. They're together. Yeah. Okay, okay. So yeah, because that, this is, that makes I a lot point more sense. Corporate, corporate rock is a pretty corporate and uh, nation rock. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And my whole thing is that the, we're talking about the wrestler themselves, but I give you more points if you were able to be a different versions of a chicken shit heel. So like Hollywood Rock is very different version of chicken shit heel All than right. like corporate rock. So overall, the rock is number nine, but particularly I'm celebrating Hollywood Rock. Uh, okay, that's fair. But uh, one so far, I'm not mad at this list. I'm not mad at this list. I do feel the Miz should sure. be in here still, but sure. we'll see. Sure. We'll see. Now, number eight squoze him out. Number eight is really, really controversial. Oh, but if I'm <laughs> oh being God. honest, if I'm being honest, he did incredible work, just not on a, not on, he did incredible work <laughs> before wrestling became what it is. Mm-hmm. But there's no denying that this is the best heel work in the history of professional wrestling for a non-wrestler. Can we go to number eight, Tam? Number eight is Andy Kaufman. <laughs> Eight. <laughs> that was a, <laughs> That's good. Seven. Yeah. That's good. Uh, number eight is Andy Kaufman, huh? Do you understand? Right. Do you understand that he created the like Hollywood persona in professional wrestling? Okay. Let's think about it. Let's think about it. He went to Memphis. He was the first person to pull out the toilet paper and be like, this is toilet paper. And the crowd's going crazy for him. Jerry Lawler chased him for months he got uh they got on uh david letterman and uh he slapped him and then he said he was gonna sue him he wrestled women on national television and beat them he's literally wearing a shirt that says national wrestling's like women's world champion like he is the chicken I, shit I, I, okay i i i i agree and there's a technicality here which it fits and it works but if <laughs> i swear to god if anything below this if pete rose shows up i'm gonna lose <laughs> no, it. no 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 he's little and, chicken I told you, one through seven is like pretty locked in, in my opinion. Okay. This is, I just, I think Andy Kaufman's work is excellent. And that's also, I gotta be, I mean, Jerry Lawler is in my top seven. He probably should have been even lower than where he was because, hold on, this is important to Andy Kaufman, because he spent the first 20 years of his career just being a babyface. He was never a, a chicken shit heel until he went to the WWF, but he did good chicken shit heel work. 
So Andy Kaufman is number eight. It's a controversial one, but he really did excellent work. He really, really did. I mean, if anybody should be celebrating Andy Kaufman's chicken shit heel work, it's you. No, I'm like uh, I, I, you sold me on it, and I see it. It's just angering me for the business sake, but sure, I get it. Sure. I get it. All right. Uh, oh, we have some comments here, real before, uh, quick before we uh, move on. Um, we have uh, uh, Woodsy to be says El Dandy is such a stand-up guy. El um, yes, yes. Is he a nice guy? Yeah. Well, it's also his line. That's Bret oh, Hart's line in that, in that interview. He's a stand-up guy. Oh, that's very funny. Woodsy says Repo Man better be on this list. He stole Macho Man's hat. Repo well, Man would we'll have see. been a would have been a potentially good candidate. Don't you fucking damn. But he's he's not. He didn't make it. He didn't make it. Uh, Tony writes the Rock vs. Hurricane was classic. Great match. So yeah, fun. really excellent. Um, Wizard B says the Hollywood Rock had the best rock theme. Yeah. Do you smell what the Rock is cooking? Yeah. <laughs> With the fucking the helicopter flying, like oh, it's great. And he only ever wore that like leather vest and leather pants. It was excellent. Joe has some thoughts about this. Hold so on, far. can we let's let's keep moving. Let's okay, keep okay, let's moving. keep moving. Let's, let's go keep moving, moving, Joe. We'll keep moving. You're right. We'll get to it. I don't need to hear about longevity, Joe. I don't need to hear about longevity. <laughs> You're reading it. And the reason for that, the reason for that, and, then, and I'll show you. Let's go to number seven, Tam. Let's go to number seven. Let's go to the, oh, number oh, oh, seven. Oh, before you say seven, wait. Number seven. There we go. Thank you. Student watches. Number seven. Naked gets the list for longevity and for creativity because right now in this moment he is a chicken shit heel but a different version of a chicken shit heel than he's ever been before in his 20-year career over 20-year career it's Wait, christian who, christian this is, is number, number seven, seven. Number christian. seven. christian i like that christian was uh, the his very first yeah. version of chicken shit healed him was when he turned on edge and was part of the alliance in 2001 and then he was a chicken shit heel all throughout that period of time, different versions with Jericho as a tag team on his own, feuding with like Scott Steiner and Test. And then he did that feud against Jericho in 2004. And then he became a huge, huge babyface in TNA and then eventually became another chicken shit heel with Christian and Tomko and then became a huge babyface when he went back to the WWE and then became another chicken shit heel again, a completely different version after Edge retired. And now he's suddenly a chicken shit heel. And then after all of that, he's a babyface, he's retired, and now he's a different version. And a in great version. His best video. version, honestly. I'm He's loving great. this new Christian. He's but great. wow, excellent choice. Yeah. Christian, Christian, great choice. Number seven. Fuck. Number seven. Yeah. Okay. Number seven. And that's longevity and creativity. The Miz has been the same person since 2011. He's like changed no, his ring true. gear. That's and not he's true. Been, he's talked a little bit more about Hollywood. That's not times. true. That's not true. Let's, let's be honest here. Come on. Come on now, Roy. 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 Come on. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Well, let's let's move on to number six because we can be, we can agree that Christian. Sorry, are you just looking for six numbers? Words. You look fat in those jeans. <laughs> I'll take I'll take that as a number six. So number six, he's already being talked about a lot on the chat here, and it makes sense. Oh. And he lines up. So number six, he's currently a chicken shit heel again. Same same thing as Christian, but I would say even more impressive. It's Chris Jericho. Chris Jericho is number six. So now Chris, Chris Jericho. Jericho's number six because, you know, like Chris Jericho probably should be in the top five. I screwed this up. Chris Jericho should be higher up on this list. Well, yeah, it's already decided. It's already, it's already decided. decided. So Chris Jericho and this image specifically is really important because Chris Jericho starts becoming a chicken shit heel in 1997. 
he starts losing and throwing temper tantrums when mm-hmm. it's over. By the way, another thing that Christian did was throwing temper tantrums after he lost. I love Classic that. chicken shit heel. And it was honestly, he had the best hand, the temper tantrums because he yeah. slammed on the match up, up and down. It was really good. Yeah. So then like Christian, Chris Jericho really starts to come into his own as a chicken shit heel when he starts to feud with Dean Malenko. And nothing screams more like chicken shit heel than having a long list of pa- a long piece of paper and saying, oh yeah, Dean Malenko, you're a man of a thousand holds? Well, I'm a man of a thousand and four holds. And yeah. here are all of my moves. And he's listing them off, and then it's conspiracy theories, and everyone's against him. And then 1999, he debuts in WWF, immediately as a chicken shit heel, gets yelled at by The Rock, and he has war, war words with Road Dog, feuds with Ken Shamrock, then becomes like a big baby face, and then as champion, as undisputed champion, big time chicken shit heel, and then just continues to be a chicken shit heel to the point where he lost a loser leaves town match in 05 mm-hmm. and left the company classic chicken shit heel. and the, one of the best exits for a company when you're leaving the company they picked him up and dragged him out as he's screaming no yeah. no and they, they, that was, it was awesome it was Amazing. really great and then uh when he comes back in the suit he's still a chicken shit heel he's just a serious chicken shit heel but still a chicken punches Sean's wife. Yeah. Punches Sean's wife in the face. Are you kidding me? Legit. Yeah. (laughs) He really punched her in the face. Yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, the whole list and the scarves and all of that, that was supposed to be healed, but he was such a chicken shit heel that it got over and he became a baby face, but Mm. he was such a chicken stuff with Owens chicken shit healed him. And then, uh, his early Le Champion stuff, he has a whole stable with him. He's a chicken shit. He's running. And now what he's doing now. So like Chris Jericho, number six all time, chicken shit heels. Should should be number, probably number four, but it's okay. We'll go with number six. That's awesome. Uh, great, great choice. We should read some of the comments here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Brooklyn, uh, you, you already mentioned uh, uh, Joe's thing about the biz and longevity. You mentioned uh, Chris Jericho um, in WCW. Brooklyn Bleak says, oh, maybe Batista right before he left WWE for Hollywood. I did like that. Mm, that was good work. I that really like Blutista. Yeah. Um, Joe writes, Kaufman is a phenomenal p- uh, pick. Good job, yeah. Joe. Joe, yeah. Look at Joe being supportive Wrestling of history. Um, Tony writes, what the fuck was that red? <laughs> one uh, of the many soundboards. <laughs> one of the sounds. Uh, that's right, lol. Uh, Joe writes, I'm not saying that The Miz is the best chicken shit heel, just one of. Yes, Jericho yeah. destroys him. He's okay. in the top 15. He's, He's number the- 11, if not number 10. Uh, Tony writes, uh, the Miz is so, uh, supposed to be zombie. Get it right? Is supposed. Oh, to he's be supposed a to be a zombie now. Is the Miz a zombie? Because he got eaten by those zombies in that zombie lumberjack match. Mm-hmm. Brooklyn Blake says number one armbar. That's, that's <laughs> yeah. that was his list. Yeah. Tony says you just made the li- you just made the list. That yeah. too. That too. Chicken shit heel. Okay. Okay. Roy, you're doing a pretty good job. All right. Now, uh, the we- one through five should not, the, we're, we shouldn't be too many surprises here, if any. I think we could argue about the list, uh, the order. But let's go to number five. We've already talked about him. High five. Uh, number five is none other than the king himself, Jerry Lawler. Jerry Lawler is sure. number five. Interesting. I can't wait to see how this plays out. So Jerry Lawler, number five, uh, number five. Okay. Jerry Lawler is number five. And the picture itself is very funny that I found. It's him wearing a Burger King crown and he's very oh, upset because <laughs> uh, um, they chanted Burger King. Out yeah, of right. Which was great. And you, Brett started the Burger King chant and, you know, between the like bringing in the dentist and having to kiss feet when he was feuding with Brett in 95 uh, and the weird, like horrible stuff that he did with Jake and then the stuff he did with Ultimate Warrior and 
96, all of his heel commentary work throughout his time in the WWF, and also uh, his ECW stuff. Like, he's Honestly, a good that's... chicken shit heel. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he is. He's a, the 90s were peak Jerry Lawler. Yeah. Uh, late 90s, honestly, a uh, little, little rough. I feel like once 97 happened, I like I could I could forget that time, even though he, I, I like his commentary with JR. It's just some of the things he said to Goldust do not age well. Right. The Goldust uh, stuff is really questionable. But, like, but from when he came in, what was 92? He came in like 90. When did when did Brett 92, 93? In the ring. I think 93, 93. And uh, between then and 97, like it was some of his best work, uh, yeah. especially as a heel. He should have been a little lower on this list only because he was wrestling for so many years before then, only as a baby face. So from yeah. like a longevity perspective, Jericho should have been above him probably. But he did really good work. And really we throughout the 90s, when Vince needed someone to be a heel, it was him. Whether yeah. it was Goldust, when they wanted to turn Goldust's face, put him against Lawler. When you when they wanted to garner sympathy for Jake, put him against Lawler. ECW, put him against Lawler. So like that is chicken shit heel one oh one. So Yeah. Yeah. He deserves that's it. He deserves this one. He deserves uh, to be on this list. Don't know if uh whatever. The placement is questionable. So I actually don't remember who number four is. I I know four. I know who the final four are, the top four, but I don't remember if I made Oh, I know who number four is. So this guy again, um, wasn't a chicken shit heel for very long, but his chicken shit healed him, changed wrestling forever. So, uh, Tam, if we want to go to that number four slide, uh, coming in at number four on the top chicken shit heels of all time is Hollywood Hulk Hogan in the NWA. Uh, okay. Whoa. Okay. Ah. Uh, we got it, Tam. If you were looking, you got some spoilers, but you weren't looking, so it's no. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you didn't get the spoilers. <laughs> Uh, oh, so number boy. four is... And great job with these numbers there, Roy. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, it, they're elements. Up quick. They're elements. Um, so number four is Hollywood Hogan, right? I mean, for a guy who was a babyface for 15 years or whatever, not his entire career, he was a heel before uh, that happened. Hollywood Hogan really kind of... He said he knew exactly what he was doing. He had a group with him again. I think one of the keys to being a, a successful chicken shit heel is to have a group with you. Mm-hmm. Because so, you need people in the between you and the right. opponent. Exactly. Yeah. So his stuff feuding with Sting, his stuff feuding with Macho Man, just the NWO stuff in general, the way he got Goldberg over forever, his stuff with DDP and Carl Malone, Jay Leno. Like he made these people look good and feel important, despite the fact that, you know, I obviously I have a lot of issues with Hulk Hogan, uh, in general, as we all do at this point. Um, he did a great job as a yeah. chicken shit heel and, and he was exactly what wrestling needed at that time. Yeah. And uh, like, I think one of the main components of uh, a chicken shit heel is the fact uh, the just be the, the one thing in the match you need to beg off. Yeah. You need to beg off. And that's something that that Hogan did almost immediately. He yeah. understood. He's just like, I can no longer be more imposing than you. I have to be weaker, smaller than you to get my advantage. Yep. Uh, and he did that. He did that very well. Exactly. Okay. okay. Yeah. So Hollywood Hogan comes in at number four. Yeah. Uh, his impact is uh, endless, honestly. In the way he and he also again a good role of a chicken shit heel is to get people over, mm -hmm. and uh, he did do that. Even though ultimately he got himself over the most, and that was what his goal was. Uh, so all right, Tam, let's go to number three now. If I remember correctly, three. number three uh, is might be a little controversial because he's not a full time wrestler, but because of who you he is in his position on the card. He got a lot of other people over because of his own chicken shit healed him. So number three 
is arguably the greatest manager in the history of professional wrestling, Bobby the Brain Heenan. And it's for his work in the 80s, specifically. Uh, Between Mr. Perfect, Rick Rude, Andre the Giant's last run, he was the guy who would build up foils for all the babyface champions all throughout the 80s. And it wasn't Andre doing the heavy lifting. It wasn't Rick Rude doing the heavy lifting. It was Bobby the Brain Heenan who was always doing the heavy lifting for all of these guys. And even though he wasn't a full-time wrestler, he would still get his comeuppance with the weasel suit. Yeah, no, and he had plenty of matches in the 80s. Of course. He had plenty of matches. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, he was, yeah, he's like, uh, honestly, I I thought he was going to be your number one. Interesting. I I thought thought about that that too. My number one pick might be a little controversial, but. I can't wait. I can't wait. Uh, but, uh, I, I will say uh, someone missing from this list now that I'm thinking about it could potentially be Roddy Piper, but I don't, I don't think, oh, I don't think he's chicken, chicken shit. shit. He no. was never chicken shit. He's no. crazy. He was just crazy. He was exactly. a crazy man. Cause I was going to say Bobby Heenan really is the number one heel in the like boom period of the eighties for professional wrestling. He yeah, was uh, the number one heel. Roddy Piper was too cool. Too many people yeah. liked him. Right. He was a cool heel. Right. Yeah. yeah. Bobby Heenan was really Hogan's number one foil. Yeah. Rick Flair too. Rick Flair too. Like uh, Bobby Heenan was hated and Rick Flair and, and Roddy Piper. Some people thought they were cool, cool, you know? Yeah. But good choice. Yeah. I'm glad you didn't put Roddy up there. No. Yeah. yeah. And uh, you mentioned him. So we might as well jump to number two. The greatest chicken shit heel of all time is uh, the nature boy, Ric Flair. Sometimes you got to be a heel to be a chicken shit heel. And that's what Ric Flair is. Yeah. Uh, Rick, especially in the eighties, especially in the eighties, um, really was Tam. If you want to go to that number two slide, I don't know if I said that or not. Uh, especially in the eighties was a classic chicken shit heel. This guy would literally tour the country and the world as NWA champion, getting local talent over, getting the local baby faces over in the territories by begging off, cutting a big promo, talking a mean game. And then just squeaking out a victory or a draw. Plus, when the mid-80s, once we get to like 85, now the horsemen are in full effect. And now he's got people doing his dirty work for him. But he was a different type of chicken shit heel in the sense that you respected him because, I mean, you you hated him because he was cheating. But it wasn't like other people were doing his dirty work for him. They were, but he was there too, beating the shit out of people too. Like jumping people from behind and stuff. All of his stuff with Dusty. All of that stuff. Ric Flair is number two of all time. Interesting. Interesting. And Ric Flair, yeah, no, I, I definitely see it. Honestly, someone that could be number one. Uh, I don't know who your number one. Let's run through the list real quick. Let's do we it. Yeah, number 10 is Owen, Owen Hart, which I do think, honestly, well, we'll talk about it in a sec. Yeah. Nine is Hollywood Rock. Uh, number eight, Andy Kaufman. Number seven, Christian. Number six, Chris Jericho. Number five, Jerry the King Lawler. Number four, Hollywood Hulk Hogan, uh, number three, Bobby the Brain Heenan, number two, Nature Boy Ric Flair, and who is number So before we reveal number one. Fortnite, we found to get down. Get down. Do you like him and don't like him is nothing you could do about him because he's number one. Whether you like him or don't like him, there's nothing you can do about him because he's number one. I should go save that. He is number one. That's good uh, for these countdowns. We talked about it, right? Like we talked about the the idea of a chicken shit heel is to get the baby face over, uh-huh. and is to be like hateable. Uh-huh. And there is no one more hateable in the history of professional wrestling 
and there was no one who was more hateable at the most important time in professional wrestling than number one, Mr. McMahon. Not Vince yeah. McMahon, but Mr. McMahon. Mm-hmm. And the picture that I chose for it, Tam, if you want to go to that slide, says it all to me. There are so many different slides that I could have chosen, so many different pictures I could have chosen for this. But the picture I chose is him getting arrested in 1998 uh, because <laughs> Austin was the one who got him arrested. So, I mean, Vince, like, what? Look, think of all of the factors that played into his chicken shit healed him. One, he couldn't really wrestle. Two, he took a beating like nobody else, even though he couldn't really wrestle. Three, he was a billionaire, or at that point, a millionaire. And four, he was feuding directly with the biggest, maybe the biggest star in the history of professional wrestling. I understand Hogan, but Austin is really, really close. And Austin doesn't happen without the perfect foil, and Vince was the perfect foil for him. And I'm really just talking about Vince from like 1998 or 1997, the screw job, the Montreal screw job, through the purchase of WCW. It's the best heel in the history of professional wrestling, possibly. I guess I have some issue with this. Um, because I think we're, we're it's semantics because I think he's number one heel of all time. No question asked chicken shit Come to me. On. Cause the thing is what he did. He's a not, he's not a wrestler. And he's like, I want Austin in a match. I want to face Austin in a match. I, even though he cheated, he, he didn't cheated. want any of that. He didn't no, want he to did. fight Austin in a oh, match. Oh, he did. There's several times where he's just like, give me Austin. I want him. And he's got one hand tied by his back. <laughs> yeah, it's a little fucked up, but he's not a wrestler and he wants to get in the. I just, I just don't see chicken shit with Vince. He got it though. Like, he didn't want that cage match against Austin. He didn't want the it. He, match, he wanted no. to be in the Rumble, but he didn't want to be number 30. I mean, Honestly, he wanted to be number 30. He was number two. I don't know if he, I, kept getting, I, I, he got arrested. He pissed himself. Uh, he got, you know, the, the, the gun thing. He got his cars destroyed. Like he just, he had the corporation. He had henchmen working for him. He fired people. He fired Austin multiple times and it never worked. It always backfired on him. Man, He's a chicken shit heel. I, I agree with all of your, um, by the way, I agree with all of your honorable mentions. So I, I'll agree. Miz does not belong in the li- this list with the ones that you have. Fair, um, but I think that Vince is a toss-up for me. Let us know what you think. Who's your number audience. one? Who's your number one? Honestly, and yeah. for the period, it's not the longest duration as the biggest chicken shit heel. But during that time of him being, he was. The epitome of what I see as a chicken shit heel running away, literally pumping your arms, running away, like scared, being so conniving and devious, like to lie directly to like your parents' faces. Owen Hart. You think Owen Hart is the number one chicken shit heel of all time? If you take his feud with Brett and just yeah. that, but like, yeah. of course, there's longevity and you have to take, but if I'm talking about like in the moment, the best chicken shit heel I've ever seen. His voice is so whiny and, you know, like there's just so much about it. I would probably put Owen Hart, um, Owen Hart or Bobby Heenan. Wow. I do Owen Hart or Bobby Heenan. Wow. But you made a very interesting argument for Andy Kaufman. Honestly, the more you talk about Andy Kaufman's probably number 10. Just based on so many other But if we're talking about the slice of time. Yeah. Him in that zone. Like, if you're just talking about that, might be. Um, Let's get into some of these comments here. Uh, Woodsy says, I wish uh, 08 Jericho interacted with Hollywood Rock. 
Ooh, that'd be fun. Incredible. That'd be amazing. Joe writes, Roy says the role of a heel is to get your opponent over, then has to backtrack when talking about Hogan. Yeah, what are you talking about? Well, I did backtrack a little bit because Hogan really didn't get anyone. He would get people over until it, would time, until it was time to lose, and then he wouldn't lose. So Fair. Uh, Joe predicted who can it be number one? Vince, maybe? All of the best have been named. Yeah. Uh, he predicted. Joe says, yeah. overall, good list. Not going to complain except to say the Miz should be higher. But if honestly, who would you replace Miz with on this list, Joe? Well, that's, like, that's, that's what I'm thinking. Right. Like, like you'd have to replace him with someone, and I'm not going to replace it. The one that I think is the weakest on here is Hollywood Rock. And yeah. I wouldn't, I don't think I'd, uh, it's, it's a toss That's up personal right. bias for me. I'm not going to lie. I, could, I just I could, love Hollywood rock. I could see Ms. Maybe being Hollywood rock. Maybe. Yeah. Um, Woodsy to be says, where's Jeff Jarrett? He wasn't even an honorable mention because yeah. he's, he's really boring. Yeah. His, <laughs> I mean, really like his TNA boring. work is tough for me. Like he, when you run the company, although I, I made Vince number one, so I don't know, but like Vince was just better at it. <laughs> Vince wasn't a wrestler, so he was so he wasn't champion fifteen times in TNA's first three years. So. Yeah, and I don't know. I, I like I. Although I that is a good boring. point, he is the chicken shit heel. He is He's chicken shit. A chicken shit heel. But I, I, I like I wouldn't. I thought of him earlier. I was thinking like, ah, oh, he was kind of. But I was just like, I hated him for other reasons. Yeah, right, <laughs> right, right, right. I like him more now, though, Woodsy. We all like yeah. him more now. Yeah. But man, great job, Roy. Great job. Everyone, give up for Roy. Um, once I find the sound effect. But man, what fun. we have to do a quick Hall of Fame. Yeah, let's do a quick Hall of Fame. Th- okay. oh, by the way, thank you, Tam, for that. We just threw that on you. Yeah, so thank Tam, you for doing thank all you that. so much. You Everyone give it up for Tam. Great job, Tam. Um, but we have to do a quick do you want to go first? Because I think you already have yours. In yeah, the, in the I just think, you know, inducting the weekly uh in this week's induction into the LLW Weekly Hall of Fame, it, there's really nobody else. It it needs to be Daniel Garcia. I mean, he beat Brian Danielson. He beat Brian Danielson. I don't care if Jake Hager was involved. He beat Brian Danielson in the main event of Dynamite. And we were just talking within the last couple of weeks that now that Sammy's in uh, the JAS, that Daniel Garcia's spot is gone. Well, he just beat Brian Danielson in the main event of Dynamite. So I don't think he's going anywhere. And I feel good about that. So uh, Daniel Garcia is my, uh, my pick. My pick. Uh, I have a very controversial one that I think Love you're not going to like. It's going to be Triple H, isn't it? Triple H has done so. No, I'm just joking. Yes, he's not. He's not Triple H. Not Triple H. Um, but this person wowed me this week, uh, and I wasn't expecting this from them. Uh, they they pulled something out from deep inside, and then they just called Christian a big pussy. Uh, I'm gonna call Jungle Boy into the stands. I, yeah, I think it. Jungle Boy. He came out guns a blazing, showed us a side we've never seen him in before, sure. which sure. is loud. Yeah, it's screaming, just yelling yelling a bunch but it was it was entertaining and i'm i'm happy for him that he's getting that opportunity uh and yeah so the the class of july 30th 2022 llw hof daniel garcia and jungle boy great job uh i do want to make a quick announcement uh to uh everyone in the chat uh woodsy and Brooklyn specifically, uh, send us. I don't know. I I don't know how to communicate with people. On and Tony. Any well. Oh, Tony. Tony. Tony's here. I I not seen a Brooklyn. I had seen a comment from uh, Tony. Yeah. Joe. Joe already knows about it. Uh, but for for Tony, for Brooklyn Bleak, for Woodsy, send and us, Vince McMahon. 
And Vince, uh, uh, Vin Man, uh, send us like uh, a one-on-one. Send us like a direct message or something. To, to loserleasepod at gmail.com. Yeah, I, we want you to join our Discord so you can yeah. get in on the conversation all the time. We want, we're want always kind of on the Discord chatting about wrestling. And to anybody, really, send and, us an email and we'll get you added to it. And, and a formal announcement about the Patreon. Yeah, none of you are Patreon subscribers except Joe, but we're going to uh, take down Bless our you, Patreon. Uh, we're taking life, down the Patreon. Life has gotten to be too much for us, and we just can't yeah. update it, and we don't want to take money from anybody if we can't consistently update it. Yeah, so uh, thank you all. Uh, thank you so much to all the people that were Patreon, uh, Patreon subscribers. We appreciate you so much. Um, really, yeah, You're all going to get a special us. gift. And when we, we do have merch, yeah. whenever we do have merch, we're keeping a list of all the Patreon subscribers, yeah. and we're going to send you for each new item of merch. You're getting one free one. Yeah. Second and one, you're you going to have to pay. Yeah, the list isn't but too long. For the original. Anyway, so it should be pretty Shush, easy. It was well, a long right, list, right, right, Roy. Big list. It's a big really list, long list. list of people yeah. that preacher. We made a lot of money, Roy. Yeah, a lot of money, buddy. Yeah. Money. yeah. Not enough to even fill it out in taxes. <laughs> not even enough no. to no. squeeze We're out. not paying tax on that. That's for no. sure. No, 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 no. no. Well, actually, yes, we are, Roy. Well, if it's Hammer, under a certain. Hammer, Roy Hammer, and Red Jefferson pay their taxes. Yeah, we Roy. do. But if it's over a certain amount, we have to pay tax on it. If it's under a certain amount, we don't have to pay tax on it we, and it's under pay, a certain amount well pay taxes i just don't want to i don't want the google spiders when irs are doing mm. the searches that are yeah. just like uh, who's evading taxes oh hammer and jefferson <laughs> yeah, exactly. um, yeah hammer and jefferson are that's what yeah ha- yeah we we're birth names uh joe writes triple h for hall of fame for saving the WWE wrestling and our hearts that's boy, adorable joe oh that's adorable boy, brooklyn bleak says yeah great list thank you so much brooklyn bleak uh brooklyn bleak says i just got a twitter account i followed this channel bless you brooklyn bleak send us a direct message send us a direct um, message on there joe, joe says do you accept paypal donations seriously i'm sh- i'm sure some like me would like to help with the podcast because uh, uh, that bless you no yeah i think we're fine oh, joe i, I thank you okay. so much you you've been you do great and uh, we, i really we're appreciate both, the uh, thought. fortunate the thought. to have full-time jobs and we full-time we're jobs able to support ourselves and when and we fan. start making more content and stuff like that we yeah. might reopen and um, also i want to point out too for those of you who know or don't know no, like, don't say that here um, <laughs> no, say that. um we, we're still gonna do empty arenas when we can like i think we're still gonna do post show like pay-per-view uh extra podcasts and stuff i know s who might hear slash uh see this later um wants us to do one on ring of honor and i want us to do one ring of honor too so i think we're going to do that as well but things have just been really crazy and i don't want to continue the other stuff so cool all right but hold on. i just want to say a uh, thank Good you to our super subscribers yes. um that that gave us actually because we had a lot way too many to mention all the subscribers right. but the ones that donated the most we're going to say to doug meta sumbro uh, chica marks joe and s Thank yeah. you all so much. Thank you. We guys. appreciate you. you're the super subscribers. Most super everyone subscribes. like everyone else did, you know, like you're the ones that like they're subscribed, but there's not thousands of people that I can't mention, <laughs> unfortunately. Um, but uh Brooklyn Bleak says, You have a Discord? No, yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm no, saying. No, we no, we no, don't. that's but that's what we want to do. Us yeah, that. ask us and we'll add you to the Discord, Brooklyn Bleak. We're always talking about wrestling. Add it, we want it, we, that's what we want to do. We want to make. We have a free Discord. We have some some people from the show. S Joe, they're in the Discord. We're in the Discord. Uncle Moet is in the Discord. Uncle Moet's in the Discord. Yeah. Buse. So like, come hang out. My brother's there. Buse is there. 
So we want to add everybody, as many people as we can to the Discord so we can all just be chatting about wrestling. Within reason. Time. If you're problematic, you will get booted. Yeah, well, that's true. So, hey, Vince, get out of here. <laughs> yeah, no Vince. No, no Vince. Vince. Uh, uh, but uh, <laughs> thank you all so much again. We really appreciate everything. Appreciate all of you. Yeah. Uh, please join us for Wednesday. Um, more Loser Leaves Wrestling. The Woos and What's. That's right. AEW Dynamite. That's right. Packed show. Packed Dynamite Pack show, show on Wednesday. Yeah. Packed show. Uh, but we have to get out of here because uh, Tam needs to get to bed. Tam needs to go to bed. Tam needs some bedtime, dog. All right. Yeah. Let's have a good one. Have a great one. Bye. Give us bye, a countdown. Bye, bye. Right. Four. Three. Two. Olay.